Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. So this is the power where we'll give you a quick round of of the latest trends and breaking news from the whole world of science and tech and futurism and all the mad stuff that's going on that'll lead to the destruction of the planet. Yeah, yeah, no, it won't. Uh, first off, a week break from what can make you less stressed? Any guesses? A week break from... your friends. You, your close, kind of... Work colleagues? No. Family? No. Uh, oh, social media. Yeah specifically Facebook. Oh. So researchers have found <clears throat> that having even just a week free from Facebook made you feel less depressed and far happier. But I wouldn't go on Facebook that much. I know, which doesn't make sense. It's really weird. Why are you just annoyed all the time then? I don't know. <laughs> so, Because uh, <clears throat> yeah. I live on Instagram. One of the reasons, apparently, that they say you will wind up feeling better is one, you are... Uh, not exposed to as much of the news that's going around as well, because obviously people share the news on Facebook. They do, you know, actually, it's yeah. probably worse on Twitter, but yeah, you get a lot of people sharing stuff going, oh my God, mm. I'm in. You're like, oh, shut up, Janet. So there you go. But the mad thing is, they said that um, in this experiment, they just told them to leave it for a week, but the a hell of a lot of the people and the students that they used for this study also reported that they were looking forward to going back on Facebook. They oh, were excited no. about going on, which they say is, is typical... Um, addictive behaviour that if you if you only give something up for a week you will give it up for a week because you know you're going to go back on it How did you feel when you gave up uh, WhatsApp and Instagram and remember you did that whole blackout thing Didn't mind giving up Facebook Didn't mind giving up Twitter Twitter and then was very very when I left all the WhatsApp groups Mm. delete that because that's like that's it's everyone. A connection to the world in many ways, you know. So, yeah. so that man, I missed out a whole lot of stuff with that as well. So, but yeah, no, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, so so relaxing. But were you you just really excited down. when you went back on it? Like, were you no, like, I think I was a bit anxious. I was like, I don't want to. Like, we have to do it for work because there's a few obviously social media pages that we have to look after and all that. But no, I just. So you didn't get that surge of oh, I can't wait to see what's going on. No, could not care less. Okay. It's more like it's just this overload of this niggling at the back of your head that you're like, oh, I better go check this. Well, like you said before, with Facebook, there used to be an endpoint. Mm. So if you'd gone off it for a week, you'd still kind of be able to catch up on what you missed. Yeah. Whereas now you could go off it and someone could have had the most amazing story up on their Instagram two weeks ago. Who, In, in fairness, who has ever had an amazing story? Okay, amazing, very juicy gossip. 
Oh, you know that right. someone's got pregnant and their boyfriend has cheated on them. And do, do you find that out on God? People stories? tell you everything. Oh come on! Or how they're feeling or Who not cares? feeling. Who cares? Yeah, but like it's just interesting. Who cares about other people? Come Me, on, clearly. <laughs> right. But they might be gone by the time you get back on it. So you missed out on it. On nothing really, though, have you? Oh, well, nothing for your true. life. Anyway, yeah. if you give up Facebook for just a week, you will feel significantly better. Okay. So there you go. Which is why all the young people, why their heads are destroyed. Yeah, in fairness, they are, though. Although they're more on Snapchat and Instagram. Anyway, there you go. If you want to feel a little bit better and you're feeling crap about life, leave Facebook for a week. Job done, happy days. Speaking of social media, again, open up your Instagram, have a look and see if there's any tabs that aren't there anymore because they're removing the following tab. People are very anxious. They're even texting in going, is that actually happening? Now, I checked earlier on today. Mine was still there. I only knew about this feature, by the way, probably a month ago. This is why one of the reasons why the, the product developers over on Instagram have said they're removing this. So if you don't know about this, you have an Instagram updates page, yeah. but then you can click into the following, there's a little tab that says following, yeah. and it will show you all of the pictures that your friends have liked or all the comments that they've made and all the people that they follow. It's kind of creepy though. So I can see who you've become friends with or yeah, yeah. who you what picture you've liked from yeah. a certain page. Yeah, yeah. So I just don't want, I just feel... That's just weird. I don't yeah, want to know that information. Bit. A little bit, you know. And uh, Olivia came into us a little bit earlier on, who works here, um, and she was shocked and horrified. She thought her phone was broken, her Instagram account had been hacked because she apparently likes to keep tabs on her other half. Yeah. And like seeing what he's liking because if he <laughs> likes a you know a hoop from another girl, yeah, exactly, she'll be very upset. She would be, yeah. And I suppose there's so many new ways that you can piss off your other half these days, isn't it? So now this is the whole thing because I said, well, why does it matter? Because he's not going to know unless you're checking up on that following page. She's like, he will know. He'll know that that's gone, so he can go like all the hoops <laughs> in the world. <laughs> he could go on. We're all liberated, lads. Central. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. He's got some freedom today. Now, apparently, he the reason that they got rid of this is the tab was removed for the sake of simplicity and to cut down on a feature that most people didn't know existed. Yeah, I didn't know it existed. Someone had to tell me about it. Yeah, so this is the, the, the VP of the product development, whatever, saying this. People didn't always know that their activity is surfacing. So you have a case where it's not serving the use... It's not serving the use... The user case, I don't know, this is bad English. Use case, but it's also causing people to be surprised when their activity is showing up. So certain people are like, uh, I didn't know that everyone could see that I was liking so Hot so, Butts yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Girls for Life. Hot Bods. Hot Dad Bods forever. 2K19. <laughs> Filthy. So there you go. So if you, if it hasn't been removed from your version of Instagram as of yet, it's going. Well, mine, as I said, was there earlier on and I checked it during the break and it's gone. Yeah. So it's, gone. it's all gone. Yeah. yeah. So you can't spy on your friend's uh, behaviour anymore, unfortunately enough. Um, moving on now. Makers of Fortnite, they're being sued. So Fort- oh, no. So Fortnite is that huge battle royale game a that A lot is, of people are making lots of money on. Yeah, our Irish friend, um, is Jake, I think, um, yeah. he won 50 grand taking part in the, in the World Cup that he happens. Uh, there's like tens of millions up for grabs. Mm. These, you know, competitions now take place in stadiums. Insane. And you know what else there is? I didn't realise. There's e-cycling. So, you know, you, there is an official... UK and world governing body of esports, and there's like 
e-cycling and, and racing that happens so you can jump on a bike which is like a normal exercise bike or a racer and you can take part in virtual cycling competitions oh that's kind of that's kind of cool yeah it's kind of cool but some guy got stripped of his title for cheating because what he did was whatever way he hacked the game that he was playing he, he let the machine cycle on its own for hours on end and built up like 50,000 miles which unlocks the super bike oh. and then he used that so you can cheat at these things it's amazing yeah so you did that in Sims as well Oh, did you? Yeah, there was a cheap little code and you get loads of money. Oh, uh, yeah. And I used to do just, that in Age of Empires. Yeah, it's not good. Great. It's not the way to play. Got a robo, robo man who's just blown up, uh, blown up little villages with grey crack. Um, so Fortnite is being sued because a mother and father are taking the gaming company to court saying that their kids are addicted to the game now and if they had have known how addictive it was, they would never have let their children go to it in the first place. But they can make money. This could be their living. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're I not think. addicted. Maybe they're committed. Maybe That's they're committed and you need to get them out of school. So they have a 10-year-old and a 15-year-old. The mother and father have gone via a Canadian, Montreal-based legal firm, and they're standing over this case and are saying that uh, the gaming is so, that their addiction with their kids is so addictive they might require professional medical intervention and they're looking for other parents and families to come forward to join the class action lawsuit. Now, whose fault is this? if your kid is addicted to gaming? The parents. <laughs> now, why did you buy them the game in the first place? Are you being controlled by your children? Yeah. Is that it? Because I would go, you're not playing this game. Yeah. And I'm going to take it off you right now. Mm. And you're not going to see this again. So, I mean, I can understand, like, it's very easy to get addictive to, to games. And I think they are, they're obviously designed to be a little bit more addictive than they were in the past. Oh, God, yeah. Like, you understand, but, like, you have to have rules. Stop letting Rules children. in the house now. Yeah. yeah. Turn off the internet now. That's it. Like, don't most parents kind of give their kids like an hour or two to play these games? Yeah. And they kind of stand by that. I'd wonder though if I would have been crazy addictive. I, if I had these the types of games when I was like twelve and thirteen, would I just lost my mind? Probably. But they're suing the company now, saying that it's your fault. My kids are addicted to the game. It's like when parents go into a school and give out to the teacher because the child didn't do their homework. <laughs> Yeah. And it's the teacher's fault for making it too hard. Come Stop on. giving them the homework. Well, maybe we can start doing it. I don't know. Mm. So there you go. I don't, I don't know what you think about that. I don't know whether that'll get anywhere, but there you go. They're going to sue them. Moving on. This is amazing. And I, this is so such good news. A French man was able to regain control over all four of his paralyzed limbs thanks to, get this, a mind-controlled exoskeleton suit. Unbelievable. Wow. So they built him this whole, like, Iron Man-type suit yeah. Okay, scaled back. It's not Iron Man it's type a, suit, yeah. but it's a, a skeleton around him that can control his arms and his legs. And he has got two electrodes implanted in his brain, in the part of the brain that is responsible for movement. And based off his thoughts, he is able to control the robotic arms and legs. Wow. Isn't that insane? That's amazing. I'd love to hear that. So it's the first time in, in years, in two years, he's able to stand up and move about on his own. Now, the big machine, it's like, it says here it's 143 pounds. What is that in stone? Oh, 10 stone, is it's it? It's pretty heavy. 114 pounds in stone, is that right? So it's 10 stone, it's a heavy thing. Um, and he's able to stand up and it's still linked into a rack in the ceiling, so he's not able to walk around the streets as of yet because yeah. it obviously has to get power and it has to be all that blah, blah, blah. But um, huge, huge development. And I think if it continues, maybe. The fact that it, you don't need anything that's done in your head, I think just blows my absolute mind. Wow. So there you go. We'll be able to see hope for people who are paralyzed or have different kind of uh, conditions and aren't able to walk. That uh, this has been, I suppose, the first step in the right direction. God, that's amazing. It's I good, love isn't that. it? Yeah. Unbelievable. It. So there you go. His name is Tybalt. 
he hasn't released his second name. He's 30 years of age. He's paralysed for about two years. Um, doesn't say how he got into uh, uh, the accident. But the two companies, a French biomedical research centre called Kleinatech and the University of Grenoble in France put this all together. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so great news on that. Fingers crossed. That's the one thing that I'm like, if I was a scientist, mm-hmm. if I was studying medicine, that's mm-hmm. the one thing that I would want to try and invent something. You know, if someone severs their spine. Yep. I have two two friends who both were in accidents, like walked fine, were falling into, well, jumped into swimming pools head first. Oh, and no. yeah, uh, paralyzed from the neck down. And that's one thing that I think will just, could just change your life completely. Imagine yeah. being able to walk again. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, you don't think you realise how much of a massive impact Huge. it would have in your life and yeah. how, just how th- th- those... Like washing yourself, you can't even do. No, you know I mean, one of them no, can't. Yeah. no, no independence at all. Something like that. Fingers crossed, because that that tech would be amazing. If you have an exoskeleton suit that you can walk into a shower, that you can yeah. voice activate or turn on, so you, you, at least you're getting small little things back like that. Exactly, that'd be amazing. So um, fair play to those lads who have done that. And there's an exoskeleton suit that you can control with your mind that the paralysed 30 year old Tybalt was able to use. So fingers crossed that'll keep developing and getting better and better. This is the, one of the craziest stories I've heard in a long time and I'd love to be able to explain it to you clearly and 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 accurately but I'm not sure I'm able going to be able to do this. But here's the top line. Mm. Scientists have been able to implant false memories in birds' brains. What do you mean? <laughs> Isn't this crazy, right? Mental. So there're finches, zebra finches are a type of bird that sing a particular song. And usually it's the dads that teach the kids how to sing the song. Yeah. And they do this to, to help attract a mate. So the father will pass this oh. on to a mate and they will learn the tone, the tempo and the pitch, all this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Team of researchers at the University of Texas decided or figured out how to directly implant the memories of tunes that they'd never heard before in directly into the brains of the birds and got them to sing it. And they'd never heard it before and they knew the whole thing off by wow, heart. Wow, that is incredible. Let me try and explain to, to this how it happened. This, this is from the article anyway. So they published this in the journal Science on Thursday. So they detailed how they inserted genes into specific neurons related to song learning in the birds' brains. Those allowed the researchers to activate the neurons using light. So they were able to train the birds how to sing by using light and different blasts of light for different lengths, we're able to rechange and reprogram the neurons in the birds' heads, which made them sing or sing a song they've never sang before. That's incredible! I'd love to do that with languages. Mm. If I could implant a little fake yeah. language yeah. thing, which made me bilingual. Yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? I'd love it. Now, are you, that's still a million years away. Yeah, and this is because the light was able to alter the gene expression in the neuron. Something, something, blah, blah, blah that was responsible for different types of notes. And they were able to use the light in a way that magic, sorcery is the only way I can describe this, right? God bless science, eh? Sorcery. So they were able to implant in and teach them song memories directly into their brain using light. So they never played them the songs before. They programmed it in. In a weird way, it's like a weird Morse code that was using light and different lengths of light and blasts of light to program their neurons in their brains to sing this song. But yeah, we're, we're still a while away from implanting false memories. But... I wonder if they like, could get rid of bad memories. Oh yeah. And then just change it over to just good ones. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you... I often think like, say if you were in a really, really tragic accident and something happened to you or if you knocked someone down by accident or you, like something really traumatic happened in your life and the whole, your whole life 
this is in your head no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like holding you back. If you could just get rid of that. So that like get rid of those fears and those limiting beliefs about yourself yeah. and those negative thoughts. So that you don't remember it. Like it's just it's done, it's happened. Yeah. And it's gone. Yeah. And yeah, then they good. implant it with something positive. <laughs> A positive sense of self. Yeah. Where would our Irish self deprecating humour come from then you know what I mean like I'm everyone's super positive not what are you on about imagine we just turn into Americans Woo! oh god that'd be horrible wouldn't it yeah high five no challenge shut up shut up Brian from New Jersey who's in accounts and hate you all Brian with a Y yeah oh you just get sick of my mouth Brian with a Y uh, right so so there you go um, teaching giving fake memories or you know directly into birds brains insanity Absolute insanity. Right, the next story, and the last story, is in relation to pigs. China is one of the biggest consumers of pork in the world. They love their pigs. Absolutely. But not in that way. They love eating them. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely love eating them. Now, African swine flu a couple of years ago halved the population of China's pigs over the last, yeah, over the last couple of years. So their population has been decimated. Their pig population through the floor. So they had to start eating vegetarian and vegan and stuff. No, no, they didn't. The Chinese didn't do that. The Chinese were like, how do we make the pigs that we have left bigger? Oh. So they have figured out a way to breed pigs that are so big that they may like, they weigh more than grand pianos now. So one pig that they have spotted that they have magicked out of nowhere weighs 500 kilos. Now let me put this into perspective. Typical Chinese farmers, pigs, can weigh about 110 kilos. Okay. So this is like Still an pretty elephant. big. Still pretty big. So this comparison. is 110 kilos up to 140. And they're still pretty big, right? So that's kind of fairly large anyway. But in the province of Jinlin, farmers are raising the pigs as big as possible. They've gotten them up to 175 to 200 kilos, but there has been cases where they have actually gotten the pigs up to five. 100 kilos in weight. 500 kilo pig. I'm just trying to figure out. That's so cruel though. It's horrible. The poor pig. Why? It's the biggest pig going around. It's the, the, big, the big dog. No, Alpha pig. that's wrong. I don't like that. Why you don't think big people? Are, don't fat shame the pig. How dare you? That's not natural. It poor is pig. Natural. They said they're just crossbreeding them. So they got a big pig with another big pig and then they had a baby pig that was even bigger than the parents. Then they got that big, huge pig with another pig that was huge and now they've gotten it up to 500 kilos. Maximising its unlimited potential. So what happened was the pigs went to a talk by Tony Robbins (laughs) and they walked across some hot coals and they took away their limiting beliefs about their size. And then they put the pigs on the hot coals and spit roasted them and now we've got 500 kilogram pigs. Oh God. Huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty like large. Huge. I kind of want to see a picture of these pigs. I know, yeah. I just think it's really mean. Now, they have used over in China, the Chinese are mad for disregarding absolutely everyone else in the scientific community and just doing their own thing. So they've genetically engineered babies over there. They've used the thing called CRISPR that can edit your DNA. They um, eat dogs. They eat dogs. Yeah. They just, you know, they do their own thing. Chinese, great bunch of lads. But they have actually used CRISPR to produce pigs with lower fat content to make them bigger. So they're genetically engineering some of the pigs, but also cross-breeding others. And they've gotten to the huge 500 kilo mark. Like that pig would kill you. Stone dead, no problem. By falling on you. Like, it's five times my weight. And you're not small. There you're, you go. You're a tall guy. Yeah. Jesus. Spider pig. <laughs> or Harry Plopper. Harry Plopper. 
Plooper? Plooper? <clears throat> right, so, uh, so listen, there you go. Your Instagram is changing. Your Facebook is pissing you off. We know that anyway. Paralyzed man is using his mind to walk and operate a exoskeleton suit. Fortnite's being sued. Birds are having false memories implanted in their brains. There's a joke in there somewhere. There is. Anyway, we'll work on that later. And China has pigs that are weighing up to 500 kilos in size. Okay, some of that science is good. I'm liking the future. And then others are very sad. Yeah, well, okay. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.